This is a Bulldog Radio podcast. Hello and welcome to the third episode of the news podcast for the Fair State Torch hosted by Bulldog Radio Network. I am your host, Noah Kirchin, the news editor for the Torch. And today I am joined by our lifestyles editor, Marissa Russell. Hello. Hello, Noah. She's a little dead inside today. I need a nap. When is she not? And that voice you just heard is our social media editor, Veronica Mascaro. How are you doing? Hello, I'm doing good. Did I pronounce it right? Yes. Yay! You didn't say her title but, right, though. But I'm not an editor. I'm the social media manager. I was, you know, I was close, close enough. enough. You know, it's close I'm enough. Like 75%. I, 75%? I that's still a passing grade. Yeah. That you do. Mm-hmm. So, you know, passing grade, we're just going to move yeah. on because this has already been a long day. First story, let's get into it. Vaccines at D10 Health Department. Yay! Hey, vaccines. Hate needles. This is, hey, Marissa, don't say that. We are encouraging people to we get want the COVID people vaccine to get the COVID here. Vaccine. Um, Maybe if it was like a shot in the mouth, not the shot. Jeez. What? A shot in the mouth? Are you? Are Please you tell me that? you're talking about liquid out of a glass and not a needle shot into your mouth. Ugh. I don't want to talk about it. Because that sounds horrible. Think about it. Just like a syringe, like like an Poking arc. into your mouth. No, 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 no. Like an arc. Well, also, then- <laughs> for our listeners, um, just a little explanation. Marissa is currently, like, got the microphone stand at full extend with feet up on our back counter. And you might be able to see it because I think we're going to uh, take a few uh, videos for our TikTok today. Oh, wow. So... <laughs> Things are fun and festive here at the Torch today. They really are. Um, But if you check out page two of today's edition, you'll be able to see a beautiful graphic by our graphics guy, Charlie. Also, Charlie. I think he's our production manager. Is that his correct title? Yes, it is. Okay, our production manager, Charlie, (laughs) did a great job on this graphic. And it has all of the information to sign up for your uh, D10 vaccine. So really looking forward to it. Aren't you getting yours uh, later on? Today? Yes, I'm, I'm getting it um, today. It's uh, really exciting for me because, you know, I looked all over the place to try and find a place that was, you know, doing vaccines right now. I know I checked like um, with Myers, with Rite Aid, with um, Walgreens and like all the appointments were just always booked up no matter like how many times a day I would like refresh the page. And as soon as I saw the news, I like instantly went to like their website and I was able to get like an appointment super quick it was super easy you just basically sign up for like a 10 minute slot i believe the latest they go is until like 5 20 but um it was it was really easy and straightforward to sign up so i recommend that anybody who is looking for one that they do sign up the only thing is that if you get the first dose um in um you have to get the second dose as well in the same county that you're getting the first one in. so like um i signed up for macosta county which is here in big rapids so i'll have to get the second dose here as well which you know is no issue for me yeah um, my roommate actually had to go get hers uh, down in Grand Rapids, mm-hmm. so like in Kent County, because she got it a while ago because she's like a um, essential worker basically, yeah. and so she doesn't want to have to like drive down in the middle mm-hmm. of the week to go get her second one, but she has to. Yeah. And also, I will just say you dodged a bullet by not getting an appointment at Walgreens mm-hmm. because that was truly one of the worst experiences I've had at a pharmacy in my entire life. Um, also, 
Um, from my understanding and from my own experience, I guess, uh, fun fact, if you have had COVID, your first vaccine round will be the round that makes you feel real icky. Mm-hmm. Um, in your second round, you'll be fine from what I've seen. I haven't gotten my second dose yet, but my first dose yikes i was a wreck yeah you really made me want to get it after seeing you like that (laughs) um but apparently it's the opposite if you didn't have covid so your first shot you'll be like oh little arm pain ow i guess and then your second shot is the one that you'll feel icky uh kaylin would disagree with that kaylin could not lift her arm for like three days oh that's okay so i guess the severity of the arm pain differs from person Mm -hmm. to person because i also had pretty severe arm pain but like my roommate was fine 24 hours later like didn't even know that she had been inoculated i mean to be fair she had other symptoms that definitely made it worse because we had covid together at the same Mm -hmm. time Hear me out. What if the pain in the arm is just because of how they gave you the shot? Because, like, when you get your blood drawn. That is very much true. Because I had mine done in an awkward place, and my arm hurt for multiple days. It was, like, into my muscle, like, at an awkward angle. And, like, yeah, wasn't it? Um, But I guess with that, we can move into our uh, second story. CARES Act money went out. Woohoo! Heck, yeah. Free money. Yay. I'm actually, like, really excited. I was, um, final, like, I was, I've been refreshing and checking on this for literally months because, like, people at other colleges got theirs in, like, the very first, like, m- early January. Mm-hmm. And I was just sitting here waiting around, like, la-di-da-di-da, like, I'll just get mine eventually, hopefully. And, and that knock on our door was our sports editor, Brendan Sanders. Brendan, welcome. Ooh. Hey, how we doing? I'm Howdy. alive, so there's that. Hey, that's the, at any point, that's the best you can ask for. True. So. Uh, so we were just discussing our CARES Act money and what we were kind of doing with it. What'd um, you do with yours? Think about investing it. Maybe throw it in a... In the uh, GameStop? Not, not GameStop. Not GameStop. Very bad idea. Yeah, I think GameStop is pretty much expired in terms of like You'd their be good stock trade. <laughs> it's not. Yeah, it's not a good idea. No, but it's like the last time I checked on worst. it, it only hit, like went up like three percent. Yeah, mm-hmm. now it's kind of just sort of vibing at around the one eighty to two hundred range. Yeah. I think today's gonna be interesting. They're doing their uh, whatever profitability report or whatever. Oh yeah, like their earnings call. Yeah, so that's where it could be interesting today. I think yeah, on the that. first lifestyles. No. Second Lifestyles, you can hear Sanders go through his whole emotional journey of selling his stock. Yeah, selling my stock. And for those listening, um, we just had a piece of a microphone stand just fall off. She she's she not supposed to fidget. Unscrewed it. Yeah. Let's, yeah. let's clarify okay. that. Yeah. See, this is my fault as the podcast host for not bringing something for Marissa to entertain her hands. I know that. So this <laughs> one's kind of on me. It's like it's uh, something you must do with her. Yeah. Um, but back to our story. I ended up treating myself to a nice 32 inch ultra wide monitor for my new computer. Oh, not bad. And uh, it's like a whole new world. Like, I never realized how much, like, the little, like, line between two monitors bothered me until I got an ultra-wide monitor. Mm. So, that's pretty fun. Marissa, you uh, just took a trip to Lansing and spent yes. some of your CARES Act money. What'd you get? So, on Wednesday, I got my CARES Act. 
And then, <laughs> and then. Friday, I went down with our coffee manager, mansion coffee editor, Kaylin, to go try on her wedding dress. And Ooh, we, fun. Yes. Yeah, like also, fun. side note, Kaylin looks freaking beautiful in that dress. Like, it looks yeah, like it's she made does. for her. She does. She looks like a fairy princess. She does. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Keep going. Uh, oh, uh, so me and Kaylin together are very chaotic, which is weird because Kaylin is very, like, uh, like calm person. Yeah. Yeah. And so every time we go, like, shopping or anything, we always spend a lot of money. So we went to Plato's Closet and Barnes Noble in a really old bookstore, and I was the biggest loser that day. <laughs> okay. Can we just take a side note so I can have you, like, give a brief um, understanding of what happened to you in that Barnes & Noble? Okay, so hear me out. When I go shopping, I don't allow myself to get, like, a cart or basket because then I know that I'll just put more stuff in there. And if I have to carry it, I don't want to look like Boo Boo the Fool. So I'll just hold stuff. Well, well I was literally carrying. Like the fool? <laughs> I was carrying like literally all the way down. My arms were like straight, holding books. Like I had a book underneath my chin. Like I spent a lot of money. People were looking at me weird. I had like left Kaylin for a hot second while she went to look for something, and I could hear people being like, "Oh, somebody's having a good weekend" or something like that. And I was like, "Please don't talk to me." Hey, at least it's books. Like, there could be so many worse things that you're buying in large quantities. Like, people need to stop with the judgment. I mean, I wouldn't have felt as bad if I didn't have just spent a lot of money on clothes, like, an hour before that. That is fair. Yeah. Um, so Veronica, what'd you spend your money on? Yeah. You know, I was more financially responsible. Hey, don't um, come for me. Yeah. <laughs> would recommend that idea no yeah i definitely would recommend doing that because i was able to pay off the rest of my tuition for the semester and i actually got money money back so my semester this semester <laughs> was free it was completely free which is really cool so two semesters in a row where my tuition has been free that's, that's pretty cool that Good is job. awesome Hey, and speaking of free tuition, you have built a beautiful segue for story number three, Ferris Lunch. What an interesting concept. Um, I'm not in love with the idea, and let me explain why. So Ferris Lunch is a program that Ferris is launching this fall. Yes, I also also used the launching, um, like, pun in one of my photo captions this week. So if you check out the photo caption and you see a launch, like you'll understand when you see it. Anyways, so this launch program is supposed to be covering tuition for incoming freshmen with a FAFSA expected family contribution of zero and a GPA of 3.0 or higher. And I have a lot of hangups. Well, this is a trick. I'm telling you, this is not a real thing. I They're would playing have to us. agree with you. I honestly think What's this a family is like... income of zero. How does that even happen? No, 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 no contribution. No. Expected family contribution of zero. So, like, when you log into your like studentaid.gov profile, like at the very top, it says oh. like you have an EFC of, and then it's the amount. Gotcha. So, like, I don't understand, first of all, how FAFSA gets to these numbers. Yeah, I was going to say. I can't find a formula anywhere. And my EFC makes no sense. Like, mine is like $18,920 or something like that. There's no way my parents could just cut me a 20 grand check. 
for college every year. Oh, yeah. That's pocket change. What do you mean? Uh, According to the government. Funny. Big money. Big money. I think it's funny that the government like expects us to be able to have our parents cut us 20 grand checks every single year, but mm-hmm. um, can't give us STEMI money, but it is Big what money. it is. So. I mean, yeah, I know. Mine was, uh, I think, around like 10000 or whatever every uh, year. So. Yeah, I don't understand how they got to that number. One of my friends um, just gave me or just texted my group chat with him in it and was like, yeah, I just got my stuff back from FAFSA. His expected family contribution was $231,000. <laughs> well, that's it, going to Ferris? No. <laughs> going no, to no, Ferris. no. I was going to say. MIT. <laughs> the MIT. I'm pretty sure he's going to MIT. Okay. The MIT. But still, the thing is, is the the EFC doesn't ma- like doesn't change based on the college you're going to. It's a number that FAFSA figures out independent of your college. Interesting. Which blows me away because FAFSA doesn't like kick in until Ferris like tells them that you've decided to go there and then they calculate your awards package. But they calculate the EFC beforehand if I'm if from my understanding. Mm-hmm. And I think it's crazy. I also don't like launch for a few reasons. First of all, you have to be an incoming freshman this fall. This has to be your first degree. This has to be your first time attending Ferris. You can only do it at the Big Rapids Ferris campus. You can't do it in a satellite campus. You can't do it at Kendall. You yeah. can't do anything like that. Um, you have to maintain a certain GPA, which Is I mean, just I tuition. Yes, that so too. That, well, it's yeah. just tuition. There's no housing. There's no mm-hmm. dining. There's no books. There's no nothing. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter if you're a current freshman with an EFC of zero, you're not going to get the launch you're program. Bound. Okay, hear me out though. Does that count for dual enrollment and AP credits? That is what we can't figure out because my understanding is it is the first time you walk on Ferris's campus is when your launch money starts. But I cannot figure this out. I don't even think they know to be totally fair. Like is that did we ask that question if uh I believe we, we did. did. And did they just They're like eh. we got a eh. lot of Good fluff. question. A lot of fluff. A lot of fluff. And like, I just, they're like, if you look at the Ferris launch page on the website, there's A, not a ton of information. Mm-hmm. But like, we couldn't get even a ton of information from like financial aid, mm-hmm. who are the ones that are going to be managing Manage. this program. Mm-hmm. So I don't understand like why they're advertising it this soon when they don't have a bunch of the variables filled in. That's true. And also, the thing is, is like, you don't apply for this. They just say, like, oh, I guess you qualify. Here's so, like, <laughs> how do you know that you're getting, like, if you're going to Ferris to get launch, like, how are you confirming that you're actually getting launch until you get a bill? That is true. Like, good question. I can't, I feel like with no application process, that, like, this is kind of a mess. I'm like, even if it's not an application more so than just, like, a, hey, I'm interested and I meet the requirements, can I have it? Because they said that if you meet the requirements, you'll automatically get it. But, like, this is Ferris we're talking about. Oh, yeah. So. (laughs) Like. It's always going to be somewhat sus. It's literally just an up-in-the-air thing at this point in time. And also, like, I didn't appreciate that they said that it doesn't matter if you're a current student. Like, you're not going to get it. Like, they're like, oh, we have current merit grants that will cover your tuition. But, like, the thing is, launch is different. Like, launch guaranteed 
covers 100% of your tuition costs. Merit grants don't guarantee that. No. And so mm-hmm. that I find really irritating. So basically what I understand, it's basically a, whatever, the founder scholarship, but for people with... Basically. And basically, yeah, no, it's it, it feels it's like it's literally just that, but like a different level or yeah. section. Yeah. And I honestly think that this is just a reaction to COVID and their lower like enrollment numbers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're begging people to come. I don't think that this program is necessarily going to stay around that long. Oh, I don't think it's a, I'm telling you, it's not a real thing. If you can't find how many people have a 0%, it's not well, a thing. Yeah, I just, yeah. I don't know. And we can't figure out how many people get to that or get that number. And if there's no application process, that's Could, that, exactly. Why is there no application? Could there be like research papers on that? Possibly, but like, None of this makes sense. This almost kind of feels like a fever dream. It could be. (laughs) Like, it so seriously feels undercooked for the university to just put it out there and, like, make their homepage of their website, like, take over with Ferris Launch stuff. Mm -hmm. Like, it doesn't make sense to me. I mean, I, I, I think agree, they just yeah. kind of want to look good. That's that's I really what it is. I completely agree. Because this has become a trend by colleges, mm-hmm. I've noticed. A bunch of colleges are doing this exact same thing. And, like, Ferris is doing, in my opinion, like a low-budget version of what other colleges are doing. Because other colleges are offering free tuition, but are also offering, like, subsidized housing and, like cheaper rates on book rentals mm-hmm. and stuff like that through their bookstore like they're doing things to make the college experience cheaper for people whereas ferris is just saying like here's free tuition and i'm not saying that that's not a lot because it is mm-hmm. oh yeah but, but like that's like 13 grand a year if you're taking like 14 credits each semester the, oh yeah but the percentage is so low of the people that's going to probably apply to yeah this minimal yeah the thing i've had people like i've asked people like hey Check out your FAFSA EFC. And I know people that, like, their parents are self-employed, and that is, like, really difficult to report to FAFSA. And so, like, usually FAFSA doesn't deem that that parent makes income for some reason. Or, like, when they base it off of the IRS, like, the IRS code, like, doesn't translate to FAFSA that well. So your need usually goes up. But they still have huge EFCs. Mm -hmm. It is crazy. I don't understand this. It doesn't make sense. But I think with that, we can move on to our next story. And that is the Billings Lake and uh, Creek cleanup. Something Environment, more, yay. more positive yeah. and happy. This is very Definitely. positive. I mean, I think the last story was technically positive. It it's just positive. <laughs> we, we turned back to a negative. It's I just fake. We have to call <laughs> fake news. Technically positive. Technically positive, but we're... It's fake news, so it's not real. Not it's too positive to be. Yeah, it's it's just too positive to by Ferris's standards. Yeah, but um, so this is really interesting. So a group of Ferris students are partnering up with the District 10 Health Department to go and clean up an E. coli infestation in Billings Lake in Manton Creek. And this is just really interesting. They're using, like, a bunch of interesting technology that D10, like, doesn't know how to use. And so, like, they're partnering up so the fair students can use the technology but, like, have the D10, like, research to back them up, I guess. And this is just, I find this really fascinating because it's such a commitment Mm -hmm. for something that you're probably not going to directly benefit from. Like, and I don't want to sound like a bad person, but, like, 
that's a lot. Like, because students are having to drive, like, up to Billings, like, to collect samples, like, Are they driving themselves, or are they, like, taking in one of those nice little Ferris vans? Oh, I have no idea. But You don't ask the big questions, Noah. I also didn't write the story, so. (laughs) You didn't ask them. (laughs) But um, they're having to, like, take samples from multiple locations. Like, I believe the article said that they were even, like, hopping into canoes to get, like, water samples from the middle. Wait, 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 wait. They're hopping in canoes, and it's just starting to get nice out there? Well, I I think... Uh, Noah says that this is going to be a summer thing. This isn't the first time that they're, like, collecting data either. They were collecting data last year. I thought you meant, like, the beginning of the semester, this is when it started, and, like, they were just putting their snow... Snow pants on, getting yeah, in their little canoes. On snow pants, the <laughs> getting into canoes that in can a lake. cut through ice. Yeah, in a frozen <laughs> lake. Ah, uh, there's also samples. a river, and if it's moving river or if it's moving water, it won't freeze. I mean, it's a creek, mm. so like it's a creek. So that um, one's debatable. Mm. You said there's a river, also. I thought no, it's Manton Creek and Millings Lake. Well, it sounds like a river. Okay. Okay. Um, but this is just a really interesting thing, and, like, they're helping out an ecosystem, and, like, this just kind of warmed my heart. Because also, like, in the Michigan update, a lot of fun things about, like, ecosystems and animals. But in the Michigan news update, there's a park in the UP that is closing a road for a month. A full month. So blue-spotted salamanders can cross the road and not get run over by cars. And I think that's the cutest thing ever. And, like, I just, let's save the environment. Global warming now, sucks. <laughs> mm-hmm. Now, with that thing, is, like, the blue, s- whatever, is it blue spotted? Blue or spotted talent. Blue spotted. So. Blue spotted. Of course. That's great for how m- long of a stretch of road is it? It's literally just, like, a single road that goes through a park. It's not a huge okay. deal. I mean, very yeah. few people were upset by this. Oh, no, like, I'm not saying people are upset. I'm saying... Very few people. That just implies that there's at least one person who's very angry. How do there's the that Karen out there. How cross the road, that road? Well, the thing is, is salamanders in the UP over the winter burrow into the ground oh, yeah. to, like, hibernate. Oh, yeah. And then they come out of the ground once the spring happens, and then they go to this pond in this park. Yep. And so, like, they're going to the pond from their little, like, hideouts. And apparently in 2019, when they didn't close the road, over 500 of them got Just run over by cars. <gasps> Smut! That was, like, so sad to me. I was tearing up in the office yesterday because I could just picture 500 dead salamanders. <laughs> and I was so sad. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> Oh my God, Marissa! Marissa. <laughs> no, it's not. No, it's just Stop. they don't make a. It wouldn't make a noise. They're so and small. Yeah. No. no, you. No, you'd hear morally their little uh, salamander morally? screams. Oh yeah, my little God. salamander <laughs> screams. But I just like let's all do more to protect the environment. I feel like Earth Day isn't Earth Day in April. Like, I, I, feel I like, think it is. I feel like that's coming up. So everybody, for your do your Earth Day part. Do schools even still celebrate that? Because I remember in elementary school, we would like go around our community and I'm pick up trash. Sure last year, fair or not last year. Well, we have the, the big event, so that cleans up like our environment. But that's I don't think that's necessarily on Earth Day. That's fair. But um, like, I'm pretty sure fairs usually does stuff for Earth Day. I I mean, we'll probably find out as it comes closer and like events are announced and stuff. I mean, typically they do the big event, which is like you know a big cleanup event, and it is in April. I'm not sure if it's like directly tied to Earth Day. I know it's not on Earth Day, but like I think that's one of their like Earth Day type events, Earth Month, if you will. Yeah. 
Um, and so with that, I think we can move on to our next story. Um, so this one, we're just going to put a little bit of a trigger warning on because it does have to do with assault. So. Oh, yep. Um, <laughs> actually, yep. Sanders, why don't you uh, lead this one? Because you were the one that wrote the yeah. write-up. So obviously, I can't get into too much details, obviously, about it. So basically, basically we were tipped off rules. Sunday night of a possibly alleged assault. And that happened on Friday night, Saturday morning. Yep, Friday night, Saturday nor- morning, involving at least one fair student. I don't know if it's two yet. I don't think we know if it's two fair students yet, but we know one. We know very involved. little right now. We yeah, know very this is little. So still an little. open investigation and a developing story. Yeah. So, so the story is only going to be, what, 170 words in yeah, the paper? Yeah. So it's not a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, police report has been. I don't know if it's been filed, but an investigation is ongoing right now. We'll probably be now seeing more middle of the week, Wednesday, Thursday on, you know, if they're going to file charges on them or not. Well, uh, we FOIA'd for it. Yeah, we FOIA'd for it. So we'll know when charges and when the report's available. We'll be right on top of it. Uh, it's going to, if it's true, then it's going to expand a few different sections in our paper. Mm-hmm. And I think honestly, we could probably expand to all three. Yeah. Realistically, yeah. I mean, this is such a wide reaching story. Like, it covers so many separate things. And, like, from our, like, little itty bitty few paragraph rundown that we got, like, this, yeah, could potentially yeah. run into all three sections. Yeah, basically. And do you want to go into, like, the detailed details of it, or do you um, want to just Just a quick rundown, I think. Because that we put in the actual release today, okay. yes, go ahead and talk about it, but further than that, All no, right, so I basically don't. it was a two-vehicle, or it was a vehicle, it took place in a vehicle by, uh, I don't even know. It was by the Big Rapids yeah. uh, Public Library. Yeah, and Big Rapids Pi- Public Library. The victim two passengers. Was- both no, well, the victim was sitting in the passenger seat in the front, and then the assailant was in the back seat behind. From our understanding. From our understanding. We are going off of several different accounts yeah, right now. Several so different accounts. Several uh, light about this. Yeah, two different. Uh, I've gone off of. The Pioneer has gotten some more like details information when they re- released those two passengers in the same vehicle. Uh, beyond that, there's, I don't want to get into like the details of, you know, like what the actions that took place. It's also way too early. It's way too early for anything. But this is just simply an update. Yeah. It's going to expand. So if it happens, it will expand across a lot of. So, uh, DPS, Ferris and Big Rapids is currently investigating. Yep. Uh, we did get a release from Sandy Goldston. Which is what's his official title? Um, he is Social media. He's got he's got a lot of titles. Yeah, it's like basically the liaison, if you will, between Ferris and the media. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and basically. he said that as of right now, Ferris is just basically investigating what's going on, and nothing has happened yet. Just go basically any inquiries go to Big Rapids DPS. Yep, and that's all they've got. Which that's all a fair right. statement. So. Yeah, a bit of a downer. <laughs> yeah, and I we guess went. we should 
also um, include a trigger warning for our final story uh, because we will be discussing the uh, shootings in Atlanta. Oh, yeah. So, um, unfortunately, our lovely editor-in-chief, Cora, could not be here to talk about her fantastic story with us. Which this one really hit home for Cora because Cora is an uh, Korean-American. Just think, she then visited Georgia. Yeah, she she was in. Yeah. The yeah, she went down to Georgia this yeah. last weekend. Yeah, so she was already in there. Yeah, I I can't imagine what it was like to be in her shoes, like, in Georgia. And then, I guess, coming home and realizing how close, like, everything was. Mm-hmm. Well, Corey even made the comment that she went to the nail salon here in Big Rapids. And she was talking to the people, and she just couldn't, like, tell them how grateful she was that they were there for like to still open and doing their jobs even though all this is going on yeah and i also really quick before we further in our discussion of this uh topic the views and opinions expressed on this podcast are simply our own and do not reflect the opinions of the ferris state university torch Bulldog Radio or Fair State University as its sole entity. All right, there you go. Legal so, stuff out of the way. Every single episode, we always Legal every single jargon. news and Legal stuff out of the way. So far, I'm proud I of don't you. This think was the... that we've touched on anything yep. that could get us in serious trouble, <laughs> but <laughs> I'm about to get very heated about mm-hmm. some police chief's words. Oh, so. 100%. I'm proud of you. This is the first one that you've actually remembered to do the disclaimer yourself. And you said it like perfectly like how they say it in commercials. Oh, yeah. Okay, know. so I have a really, really big issue with the, was it the police chief or the police captain? It I was the police ch- chief, I believe. Okay, so yeah. he Bonehead. basically sympathized with the guy. Yep. Like, literally his statement was like, oh, well, he was having a bad day, and like, just, how do you justify having murdering eight people by having a bad day. The Deep South people are able to... I don't understand. The racist undertones are still down there. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. And, like, I'm also going to try and keep some of the commentary um, a little cagey because I don't want to um, upset Bulldog Radio, but there were some motives at play, apparently, that affected the targets of the shooting and we like okay indecent material yes indecent material that's an eloquent way to put it yeah well that's (laughs) that's what it says so indecent materials that's from our no-no words um (laughs) yeah it just this whole situation has really like we it's a wild it kind of reminded me honestly of the george floyd incident because there was a lot of police chiefs that were coming out and saying, oh, we don't think that this was do- due to race. And we it's think a, that he yeah. was just a guy on drugs. And this is how it should have played out, which is not true. Can we also talk about the fact that, like, you can tell the pandemic is nearing the end because mass shootings are starting yeah. to mm-hmm. hey, at least There was just another one, what, this like, morning? Literally uh, this yeah. morning. This and morning? I'm pretty last sure was there was night? one. Yep. It was 9 o'clock last night. Yeah. Jeez. So. Americans are very ramped up right now with, I, like, it makes you wonder how bad it's going to get with everything lifting up because people are finally able to go out and release their rage their upon craziness. groups and yeah. The craziness has been pent up for twelve months. I, so. I just I can't I, I cannot wrap my head around this. It's just people suck. 
That's yeah. The truth. It makes you yeah. wonder how like other countries are doing right now. Is it just America who's getting like increase in it, violence or is it everyone? Because everyone else was know? locked down. Like see, my thing here, like that I think happened is we before the pandemic were, in my opinion, so horrifically desensitized to mass shootings and alike events that like now that they're actually starting to happen again, it's like, whoa. I kind of forgot the magnitude of this situation and, like, how I actually feel mm-hmm. after the, like, r- the attack. Like, I just was not mentally prepared to see that come across my screen last night or last week or, you know, like, none of this. Well, it's just crazy because. Fa- I don't know. To me, I think because we grew up basically. We were, I can remember. Kind of became serialized mm-hmm. yeah because we were right uh, we're like the generation that were almost afraid to be like it, i it sounds mean to say it's me it's like not nice to say but i can remember like talking with my friends after like a shooting would happen and be like okay who this do you think could ha- like be yeah. the one in oh, our school yeah. that does this because oh yeah no the school i don't want to did you not do this yeah. no i did not I also had that discussion hey because well, it just like made you wonder. A messy I mean, we would have like school, so. <laughs> you stay on your toes. Basically. Yeah, we have like two conversations. We have two conversations going on right now. This is um, not how a podcast. But is. going off of what Marissa said, like we, my friends and I, we would never like, you know, try and see who would be the school shooter out of you know everybody in our school. I mean, I guess like we would like come up with like plans on what to do if there was ever like a school shooting. I know, like one of my teachers, you know, we had like a set. Um, you know, lock lock in that was set by the school, but he was just like, you know, if it ever comes down to that, completely ignore it. We're gonna build a barricade with the desk. <laughs> you guys are gonna grab from these scissors, and you're just if somebody comes in, I'm gonna throw the desk down on them, and you're just gonna stab them with the scissors. The thing That's is, the thing is, back. schools active shooter plans are weak. Horrible. They are well because think garbage. about it. Why would okay. I so think about it. They were probably when they were made in place. They were on the idea that it's going to be a parent that's like a disgruntled parent. It's mm-hmm. going to be this or that. That is true. But they didn't realize that as time goes on, it's, it's those kids that too. were bullied yeah. and just treated horribly. There, I do not think that there are good like active shooter planning like material. Well, how can you even act you like great. do it? Yeah, because you, you can't. It's a, yeah. You can't, like, like I said, we tried to, like, not necessarily guess, but, like, be, like, if something happened, who would we think was the person in the hallway? And it's just, like. Can we talk about how horrifying the active shooter drills are? Like, I don't know if you've ever had to experience one or even experience one. All public schools, I think, had to do it. They had to do it, like, once every three months or something like that because they had to make sure that everyone has that tornado warnings and fire drills. So another one of my friend's schools did it, but they, like, mimicked the situation and told nobody. Like, no staff, no administration except for, like, two people knew, and they hired, like, an outside company to come run this drill. I'm not saying that's right, but I can kind of understand it. Yeah, no, that's not right. Because they were so upset because of how traumatized their children were. I'm not saying, no, I'm not saying it's right, but, like, think. I'm not saying it's justifiable, but, like, I can understand it because, like, if you like, we try and pretend, like we always put ourselves into situations, and you want to be as close 
to what's going to happen so you understand. And I'm not saying like a whole bunch mm-hmm. of kids is okay, mm-hmm. but like no. I can kind of understand like the staff side of it. Mm-hmm. Because I like what do you that. want for your staff to do? But, okay, my, but like I just put... Are they going to do the like so, flight or oh, flight? So your 30 uh, teachers you want to train them by putting your 200 students, you know. I'm not saying it's right, but I can like kind of understand it. I mean, I don't know how to do it better. The thing is, like, I'm saying that these don't work because they don't, but I don't know how to do it better. You plan to fight. That's basically, in my opinion. Veronica's plan was on, like, that's honestly the best. That's the best Because I'd rather go out swinging than go out with a dude walking in to me curled up in a corner. The only thing for my school, like, granted, we were a small school, so it wasn't necessarily a, like, issue for us because we weren't necessarily too worried about it, but... Our, like during our drills everyone just like we sat we talked if you were talking too loud the principal knocked on your door like you would read you do homework I mean homework. I think that's the standard for, yeah, for all schools but nobody took it seriously but okay. yeah that's the thing too I mean and I don't yeah. know how they like be like oh hey this isn't like this is real like That's why I can kind of understand, like, like, Noah's, like, friend's, like, situation. Because it's, like, you never actually had... I'm not saying the way that they went about it, right, but... They, like, legitimately simulated every single Yeah, I'm not saying that that's right, but... When we go from going from a mass shooting, you know, in Atlanta to how we train for school okay. shooting. <laughs> I'm sorry. Let's actually circle back to the main topic yeah. and come pretty, pretty close to a close. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> I, I'm still shaken up. I also don't agree with the current lack of classification of a hate crime because yeah. <laughs> this was a hate crime. There is mm-hmm. literally not a shred of doubt that this is a hate crime. Well, wasn't the only reason why they're saying that it's not a hate crime is because there's two people that were caught in the crossfire yeah. that weren't Asian? The two people that were um, not of Asian descent that got caught in the crossfire are no. keeping the um, like prosecutor, I guess, from deeming this a hate crime, even yeah. though they weren't intended targets. Now, like, was the guy who or the guy who did it? Did what did he say? Did he? Did we get I don't even know if we've heard from that person. Where'd I the idea know. of the indecent material take? Where'd that come from? I think that was just Noah's perspective. No, no, no. no. no, no wait, that's what? like an actual, yeah, that's thing. An actual thing. Wait, what are I don't understand. Um, okay. so they are claiming well, I don't know who specifically is claiming this, but it was sexually motivated. Oh, okay. I okay. Now I understand what you're talking I about. I was just trying to and be KG. Yeah, because indecent material we want to stay on the air. Yeah, so... That's not on there. The thing is, like, this entire situation, I guess, has just, like, pulled me back into the real world because we've been, like, so... I guess, like, numbed, basically, from the pandemic. Like, we've all been inside for so long. We haven't been, like, really experiencing this. We've experienced a few, like, tragedy, but, like... Nothing. A few tragedies? The whole yeah. Black Lives I mean, Matter yes, like happened. Yes, but I'm just saying, like, I don't like, know. What, I feel recently? like in the last, like, eight-ish months or something okay. like that, like, we haven't had any, like, significant, okay. like... Well, what, how could we... Trauma, <laughs> I guess? I don't know. I'm just... I wasn't prepared for this to happen, and it's hitting me harder than I expected. You want to know what the sad thing is? If this happened probably, like, two years ago, it probably want to, oh, like, yeah. have no, motive, like... About it. 
It wouldn't like, affect it, us as the, this well, much. Well, that's the thing. These types of things, they're happening every day. And that's the sad like, thing. Like, it's been happening, yeah. like, for years now. And it's not blowing up in the media until recently, which, you know, is a good thing. But there's so many other, you know, Asian Americans who have lost their lives, you know, just like, you know, elders well, who have died just just because a shooter decided to shoot them. If you look at statistics from, like, the last, like, few years, like, anti-Asian violence has been on the rise. It, for sure. And especially during the pandemic mm-hmm. because people are blaming Asian people. They but are. no, it's okay to... I just... I hate when people are like, no, I'm not being racist when I say the China virus. It is racist. I cannot tell you how many times I, like, have cried or been upset by what our previous president had um, called the coronavirus Mm -hmm. and all of the different racist names and horrible things he said. And the thing is, like, I am going to go as far as to say it is his fault that the anti-violence is up. Like, I get that. People, other people are actually committing the actions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. However, they are being, or being they were being him. fed by mm-hmm. him. Well, so yeah. me and Kaylin just had this conversation this week, uh, last weekend, actually, and it's Trump supporters aren't necessarily supporters; they're fans. They don't Ooh. like you, you know don't what we see. Should do? We should hold that thought for our politics, politics podcast, podcast, which is coming up <laughs> next. Right up <laughs> next. Could we wrap this so, up? And yeah, then... let's wrap this up and get into politics. Oh, that'll be fun. So thank you for joining us on episode Wait, three. we need an emoji. Oh my gosh, Marissa's right. Okay, uh, Veronica, you are our like uh, least reoccurring guest. You get to pick our emoji. What emoji really speaks to your heart? Oh, let me, let me. If um, you've made it this far. I don't know how to describe then this you emoji. Have <laughs> then you need to be it's sharing with us an emoji to let us know that you've made it to the end. So I refer to it as like the depressed emoji. It's like it's like a small Oh, it has like, like the little, uh, little eyebrows sad. and yes. it's, everything's just okay, droopy. The so boy. the droopy depressed face. So that's yeah. what you're going to send us mm-hmm. if you've made it all the way to the end of the podcast. So thank you, Brendan, Veronica, and Marissa for joining me. Yes, of course. Um, please make sure that you are paying attention to the Fair State Torch website at fsu.com or our social medias, which Veronica runs beautifully. Yes, I do. We have Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Check them all out. And TikTok. We TikTok, have TikTok, too. And we're I do not mind to that. actually like, start that today. Like, I don't think don't it's going to happen. We'll see. We'll see. I bet you won't forget again. <laughs> no, I refuse to forget. I don't think somebody it's going to happen because somebody has to meet with stack at 2.30 oh, and then goes to class or daycare. <laughs> All right. So this has been the news podcast. Thank you for joining us for episode three. Have a great day.